Hello, and welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Now, for this week's News Blast. Check out our mobile app, now available on the Android and App Stores. This episode is dedicated to Vincent Webb of the Timothy O'Farrell Foundation. We all lost Vincent this weekend due to natural causes. Our condolences extend to his wife, Jenny, and family. First Security State Bank has deep roots in Bosque County, and with over 111 years of history here, FSSB has grown with the times. Always at the forefront is growing and establishing quality relationships both with customers and the communities they serve. Having grown from Cranfield's Gap to four locations, First Security State Bank continues to expand its reach to their customers. Efforts to allow customers to bank their way has essentially put bank locations in their hands. The first time when FSSB hit the World Wide Web and now with the FSSB mobile app. Each allows you remote access to your accounts 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Access to your balances, bill pay, and mobile deposit is just a finger tap away. Visit the app or Android store and download the FSSB mobile app today. You can also bank online at fssbtexas.com. First Security State Bank is a member of the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and Equal Housing Lender. For our lead story today, we'll talk to CEO Adam Willman of Goodall Witcher Healthcare about what COVID-19 looks like in Bosque County today. Yes, my name is Adam Willman and I'm the president and CEO of Goodall Witcher Hospital here in Clifton, Texas. So locally, our current situation is is that every week we do see more people coming in for testing. Our positivity rate is staying about at the 30% positivity rate. We're also seeing that this, that we're getting positives from anywhere from four months old all the way to 99. So it's hitting every age bracket. The biggest issue we have right now is that almost the majority of our statewide beds for ICU or critical care patients are full. And so we are struggling to transfer patients that need a higher level of care with more specialists to you know, an ICU, we're having great difficulty to find some placements. Some we have not. We still have them in-house, still taking care of them while we call to find an ICU bed somewhere in the state of Texas. So we had that situation where we had a patient, and we called for five days about 50 different hospitals around here, end up finding placement in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So we flew a patient all the way there for an ICU bed. So what can you, as a Bosque County resident, do to help? I think to help is really just kind of, if you choose to get vaccinated, we do have vaccines. The majority of our positives are coming from unvaccinated. I would think that you could tell from our medical staff that everyone that we have admitted into our hospital or transferred have been unvaccinated. And also, just try to take care of yourself and wear a mask if you're unvaccinated. Take care of yourself and choose wisely. Just know that we're here to help, but we are struggling between some staff being exhausted, the lack of 
having resources at larger facilities. I have been in conversation with our elected officials there in Austin, as well as some officials with the Texas Department of Emergency Management, and really trying to paint the picture of what we're seeing. TORCH is the Texas Organization of Rural and Community Hospitals. Adam also happens to be the chair of this organization, which includes the Torch Foundation, its nonprofit affiliate. So what does COVID-19 now look like from that point of view? As the chairman of Torch, I have received many emails and other calls and just text messages where rural hospitals and larger hospitals are all fighting the need that we're unable to get. This isn't affecting just COVID. I mean, we're having struggles, absolutely having struggles getting COVID negative patients that are fully vaccinated, but having maybe a heart issue or a stroke or different ailments that need a higher level of care. We can't get non-COVID patients out. So this is a struggle. It is hitting all of the rural organizations and hospitals across the state just because we all pretty much function without an ICU and we do well because that's our job is to get them stabilized and get them to the appropriate place for care and that's not always in our own facility. We're unable to do that now. Of course, this is crucially important as larger metropolitan areas are facing increasing numbers every day. COVID-19 continues to affect day-to-day functioning of the larger statewide and national hospital networks. The shot is not 100%. Just because you get the shot doesn't mean you won't get COVID. However, it will give you some protection that you won't end up in an ICU. We have not had anybody that we needed to transfer that was vaccinated or had the shot. Again, that's not a guarantee. You could still get really ill. I think my physicians would tell you the shot or the COVID vaccine gives you a really good fighting chance, a much better fighting chance if you have not had COVID previously or and, and you get it this go around. It seems to be hitting us a little bit harder this time. And of every age, like I said, of every age, you know, we've transferred 16-year-olds out. We've transferred 36-year-olds out. So it's hitting every age bracket, not just those that are over 65 this time. I would urge a lot of people just to look at the facts and determine it based upon nothing other than maybe visiting with your trusted healthcare providers and really sitting through the facts with them and not really paying as much attention to what the national media or social media is reporting right now. But it's making everything a little bit more difficult than what it has been in the past. Thanks, Adam, for the insight. And regardless of what you're doing out there, be safe. forget the big buck contest is coming up and entries will be accepted starting september 1st you can sign up at the clifton chamber of commerce clifton feed and service and keysays hardware in clifton you can get your hunting licenses at clifton feed or ace as well the entries this year are 25 bucks and it comes with a free camouflage cap the contest has more than 20 prizes this year worth more than four thousand dollars the top three prizes are a remington 22 swift a American all-weather 308 and a Yeti cooler. Entry deadlines for archery season are October 1st. The MLD low fence deadline is September 24th. Youth season deadline is October 29th and November 5th is the day for the general season this year. This is the largest big buck contest in Central Texas. Call 
the Clifton Chamber of Commerce at 254-675-3720 or 254-675-3416 for more information. To the news desk. The first annual Bark Bass Fishing Tournament is set for Saturday, September 11th at Loafers Bend Park at Lake Whitney. It's a fundraiser benefit that serves the dogs of Bosque County and on the beautiful lake, with more than 20000 combined in cash prizes. To sign up, visit BarkRescue.org for all the information and to secure your spot. The 52nd Annual Texas Largest Fish Fry will take place Friday, September 4th, beginning at 5 p.m., a $12 donation per plate is requested, with all proceeds benefiting West Shore Grill VFD. The fire department is located at 323 County Road, 1743 in Clifton. Live entertainment will be provided by Tyler Lane in Crash Landing. Visit at West Shore VFD on Facebook for more information or just to give them a donation. Be sure to mark your calendars for the 36th Annual Bosky Art Classic Opening Ceremony, which is at 7 p.m. Saturday, September 11th. The Art Patron Private Reception will be held from 6 to 8 p.m. on Friday, September 10th. The show opens for public viewing September 12th through the 25th during the usual BAC hours. Visit the Valley Mills Farmer's Market and Craft Fair this Saturday, September 11th at Santa Fe Park. Email valleymillsmarket at gmail.com if you are interested in becoming a vendor and do it quickly. The cost is $25 per vendor per market, or you can sign up for all three for a total of $60. And don't forget, farmers markets in Clifton and Meridian are still ongoing every Saturday morning. Just visit the area by the Clifton Post Office from 8 a.m. to 10 and Meridian City Park from 8 a.m. to noon. Remember, the earlier you get there, the better, and the better the weather, too. Plan your workation at the Screen Door Inn. But first, what is a workcation? My vision of a workcation is you doing whatever business you are in, the fact that you are able to do it in a different location. For a quaint bed and breakfast, the Screen Door Inn is located in historic downtown Clifton. Comfort and convenience are combined for elevated rustic charm in a century-old building. Private rooms are available with fully connected work areas, each with a unique twist on Bosque County and Texas history. Enjoy a taste from the Corner Drug Cafe for breakfast and head to Olaf's for some live music and dinner across the street. Or take a break from work. Visit Lake Whitney, the Bosque River, and Meridian State Park. For downtown shopping, visit the Bosque Emporium or the Clifton Antique Mall and so much more. Visit at Screen Door Inn on Facebook or stop by ScreenDoorInn.com for more of what this gem has to offer. The Corner Drug Cafe has daily lunch specials, fresh coffee, and the capability to cater any event, large or small. Family gatherings, corporate events, and special occasions all apply for this local establishment that still features an authentic soda fountain. Located in the historic Brooks Building in downtown Clifton, the cafe keeps the crowds coming back. The Corner Drug Cafe now offers online delivery and ordering in downtown Clifton. Visit cornerdrugcafe.com and give them a like on Facebook to get started on your order today. 
Fall Fest is back October 16th, and it promises to be bigger than ever. Street vendors, musical acts on two stages, this year headliner Ricochet, the Kid Zone, Classic Car Cruise-In, there's almost too much to say. Visit Clifton Main Street on Facebook to get involved or call 254-253-0146 for more information. Visit the Meridian 4-H and FFA Buyers Association for details on the first-ever Meridian Summer Palooza Stock Show. Visit their Facebook page for all the details. For our next story, we'll talk to Kyle Fields about another big youth livestock fundraising show and what it looks like now that it's in its second year. I'm Kyle Fields. It's a fundraiser we've been doing. This is the second year. It had been done in years past, but we kind of got away from it. It's a livestock show. We show lambs, goats, pigs, heifers, steers, and many Herefords. It's basically a fundraiser for the Central Texas Youth Fair, which takes place every June. It's really been a good way for us to raise some money, to do upkeep on the facilities, to help pay for the operating costs, constantly trying to upgrade the facilities down there to make things better for the June show for all the Bosque County kids. Last year, we had a really good turnout in the cattle barn. Had almost 150 head down there, which that's the, that's giant for, for our facilities. Pigs, we had a decent turnout. The lambs and goats was really disappointing. We had less than 10 head of each one of those. So we're trying to get it out there let more people know about it. I mean, we've got some really great judges. We're giving away 74 belt buckles. Great judges, great prizes. We're hoping that we can continue to grow it every year and really help out the Central Texas Youth Fair. So what all does this have to offer for sponsors, the Central Texas Youth Fair, and the kids? Our concession stands are open all day long. The breakfast menu and lunch menu are available. Last mm-hmm. year, we uh, we had chicken and dumplings, pulled pork. I mean... It was it was legit. You can go to the Central Texas Youth Fair Facebook page, and we have information posted there. If anybody wants to, they can contact us via that page or my personal Facebook page. If they're interested in helping out down there or doing a sponsorship or anything like that, we're always open to get new people down there and involved. Depending on how much you donate, depending on what perks you get. Of course, 1000 be the kind of top spot everything. Yes, sir. That one gets you multiple banners throughout the facilities at every barn. Your name announced. Our lower end are breed buckle sponsors. Every breed, Grand Champion and Reserve, get buckles. Not, most of those places, they don't give them for breed, just grand overall. We're trying to get more kids in buckles. Thank you, Kyle. And we look forward to how this year turns out. And hopefully more lambs and goats turn up as well. Leon's floor covering hasn't stopped serving the Bosque County community since 1948. And without quality results, it wouldn't continue into today. Stop by 305 West 5th Street to see remodel options including the living room, kitchen, bathroom, and more spaces. Refurbish your home and give it that new feel with Leon's floor covering. Call Mike or Kim at 254-675-8686 and get started on your next project today. It's not just a home or car. 
It's the five hours you spent in the kitchen mastering your epic wing recipe and the three-hour family road trip to the tailgate party. While other insurance companies just see them as a bundle or a combo, State Farm agent Savannah Lee sees your home and car as the time and memories you put into them. Savannah understands what your things really mean to you and is here to help you give them the protection they deserve. Talk to State Farm agent Savannah Lee in Clifton for your home and auto insurance today. Since 1929, Arzen Nelson Insurance Agency has served Clifton and the Bosque County communities, providing insurance coverages on everything from homes, vehicles, businesses, farms and ranches, and life insurance. The two principles of its founders are why this company continues strong today. Common respect and mutual understanding. Arzen Nelson Insurance doesn't sell insurance, they provide a service. Much like a strong family, Arzen Nelson Insurance Agency holds good values with customers statewide, always going the extra mile for the best rate possible. Call and ask for Richard Bergman at 254-675-8601 to compare rates today. Business owners behind the downtown shops of Main Street and Valley Mills are organizing a 9-11 tribute fundraiser with all proceeds benefiting the Valley Mills Police Department and Valley Mills Volunteer Fire Department. The event will feature dinner, a live and silent auction, and fellowship from 6 to 9 p.m. Saturday, September 11th. The venue will be at the Civic Center at 101 Avenue E. Silent and live auction items are being sought for the event as well, with those interested encouraged to call 254-652-0922. Visit BoskeCountyBlast.com for the arrest report from the Bosque County Sheriff's Office, as well as more local news. Septemberfest is set for Saturday, September 11th this year from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Wade Lee City Park in Cranfield's Gap. The park is off State Highway 22, with the event to feature a barbecue cook-off, parade on Main Street, car show, and arts and crafts vendors. Call 254-652-3161 for more information. The Bosque County Courthouse will host a 9-11 tribute at the Courthouse Square. The event will take place on Saturday, September 11, and hot dogs will be served. Howdy listeners, Steve Conrad here from Clifton Feed. We are fast approaching September 1st, and that means it's time to renew your hunting and fishing license. You can do that at Clifton Feed. When buying your license now, you're covered for a 12-month period. There are many choices as to the kind of license that you can buy. The Super Combo is the most popular, and it covers hunting, fishing, and all the stamp endorsements that are required. You can buy just a hunting or just a fishing license with discounted licenses for those age 17 and younger and those 65 and older. Call us ahead of time, provide your driver's license number, and we'll get your license ready for pickup at your convenience. No lines, no waiting, nothing but the hunt ahead. 
Remember, Clifton Feed has everything you need to get the hunting season started. We proudly sell Purina Antler Max Deer Protein Pellets, the number one selling deer supplement in the nation. Feeders, batteries, attractants, fish feed, and a whole host of other supplies are also available. Don't forget deer corn at $6.99 per 50 pounds. If you need it, we've got it. Stay safe out there and come see us at Clifton Feed for your hunting and fishing license. Viraclear is a game changer when it comes to sanitizing against COVID-19 and other harmful bacteria in the kitchen, school, and more. By using the latest technology to create a barrier between surfaces and germs, this local turnkey company keeps customers and staff safe as long as those counters and surfaces stay clean. Call Mike Mursky at 833-817-3620 for more details and visit viraclear.net to check out the video of how it works. National Championship Barbecue Cook-Off is back October 23rd, 2021. The cook-off gives back the local student scholarships in a big way and is in its 34th year. The NCBC is a 501c3 nonprofit and is sanctioned by the International Barbecue Cookers Association. To help out as a judge or compete as a cooker, call the office at 254-717-2359 or email ncbc9414 at sbcglobal.net. And don't forget, you can still contribute to this cause by donation. Get ready for the weekend of October 23rd and find out more at ncbcmeridian.com. For our final story today, we'll talk to Sheriff Trace Hendricks and Jackie Mursky of Bosky Animal Rescue Kennels about a situation that happened here. Hi, I'm Jackie Mursky. I'm the vice president of the Bosky Animal Rescue Kennel. So there was an ongoing investigation that had been happening in Walnut Springs. Two individuals who owned three dogs that were receiving bark care on spaying their dogs, getting food for their dogs until... They refused help, and that was as of last October when they refused food and help from Bark, uh, primarily because the neighbors were calling the sheriff's department on them. And when sheriffs started poking around, they lost their trust with Bark and would not let us enter the property to help them anymore. We no longer could aid them in the care for their dogs, and we felt that things would probably get bad since they couldn't afford them to begin with. And they did. When the neighbors started calling Bark about the conditions of the dogs, we then started the investigation with sheriffs on a multiple level of home checks. When we do a home health check, we are asking the sheriff to go to the property to check on the, basically, their overall health of the dog. So fast forward to about three weeks ago. To start the investigation, he gave them a two-week, basically, timeline that they need to start feeding and watering their dogs. The neighbors then continued to complain that they were not, and in a 100-degree heat index, 95-degree heat in the middle of summer, 
at the very least, the dog should have water. We were no longer providing them food. We weren't sure what they were actually feeding their dogs. Nova, the one that was chained to the tree outside, she was visible all the time. And her ribs and hip bones were severely showing. Didn't have much room on her chain. She'd get wrapped around it a lot. Any What little food and water she did have, she couldn't get to. And the people would not come outside their house to adjust her situation. So the neighbors would try to go over and help Nova as best they could without being threatened. They clearly saw that they weren't doing what they were said they were going to do, and then a warrant was issued, and that warrant provided them to go onto the property and seize two of the animals where she had actually owner surrendered Nova, and they were able to go back with the warrant and get the other two animals. There was also a child in the house that the neighbors or myself could not ever get eyes on. Thor and Tank actually had good weight on them, but they have several skin issues that was left unattended. Therefore, we will probably have to be treating them on a contagious level of ringworm and mange and other things that the dogs have. So what happened from there? Once we had the officers take the dogs, they were immediately transported by a BART volunteer to our facility where they were intaked and given, you know, proper food, water, uh, a kennel where they can be assessed and we have crews working with them right now that will get them to open up and hopefully we will get them the right vetting. Both dogs still need to be neutered. Nova is spayed. I know that because I took Nova myself, probably the most beautiful puppies I've ever seen from Nova. And because she was chained to a tree, there was no protection for her. And we begged them to let us spay her. She finally conceded, allowed me to take the dog to the vet. She actually had to ride with me because she was afraid we were going to take Nova and not bring her back, which I was able to prove that we were just there for the safety of the dog and not to have any more puppies. Of course, we had to catch up with Sheriff Trace Hendricks for his take on the issue. Sheriff Hendricks, Bosque County. So a concerned citizen from Walnut Springs called and made the report regarding the animal that was in poor condition and they were concerned that it was not being fed and watered and wanted us to take a look at it. So deputies responded and did find the dog in very poor condition. Once the deputies observed that and the condition of the home, we started having greater concerns about the potential of a child being inside and the deputies felt certain that there was. So there was also reports that there were other dogs that were kept indoors. So we wanted to investigate that. Once the deputies were able to talk to the residents there. They did determine there were other dogs inside the home as well as a small child. And when they saw the conditions of the child, it became a major issue for us. And we called CPS to initiate an investigation into the well-being of the child. I want to express our appreciation to BARC and the CPS because both of those agencies played a major role in this investigation. I'm extremely proud of the deputies, the way they handled it. He had this to say about his deputy's response and Bark's involvement as well. The deputies were absolutely committed to making sure that the child and the animals were removed from the property and taken better care of. Basically, I guess my message to other citizens would be if you see something such as this, you know, give us a call, let us investigate it. Oftentimes, people will call in regarding a dog that's outside and they fear that it's not being cared for. And, you know, we arrive and find out that there is shade, there is water, there has been food and so forth, but then sometimes we get a call like this one. That dog was in very, very poor condition, eye-threatening condition, I would say. So we're thankful that people call in. We encourage people to call in on any concern they may have similar to this. Ultimately, Bart got possession of the dogs in order to get them back to proper health. Awarded 
the custody of the dogs to bark, where they no longer have possession of those dogs, even if they were to post bail. They are going to pursue criminal charges against them for animal abuse and neglect. We want to see these people be punished for what they did to these dogs since they refused to surrender and they refused aid and caused this horrific act on Nova and the other two dogs. Thank you, Sheriff and Jackie, for your efforts that ensure the safety of these dogs and more. Special thanks to all those that make the blast possible. This episode is brought to you by First Security State Bank, Clifton Feed and Service, The Corner Drug Cafe, The Screen Door Inn, Leon's Floor Covering, and the Timothy O'Farrell Recovery Foundation. And that also includes Bacon Bash, Texas, the National Championship Barbecue Cook-Off, Savannah Lee State Farm Insurance, Texas New Mexico Power, ViraClear, Esselton Septic Services, Bosque Animal Rescue Kennels, and Foothills Restaurant and Bar. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Mm-hmm.